What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to It Holds Up, the show where the three of us watch older movies and we see if they're still good. Today, Today, on the program, yours truly has brought a film to the table. That's Jeremy. And you guys are going to have to guess what it is. Ooh. I'm Jeremy Miller. I'm Jason Gray. I'm Jason Flynn. And let's see if it holds up. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. As I said 10 seconds ago, I have brought a a film to the table. And you guys are going to guess what it is. I have brought with me three clues. What are they? And we're going to start with the year. (gasps) The year was 1990. Ooh, okay. 1990 even? Okay. 1994. Okay. No I change. can't go 1997, no so change. that's interesting. Okay. Mm. 97 was a good year. Did, you got any guesses? Uh, no. Okay, and I have... Okay. <laughs> Drop Dead Fred. No. Okay. That's the only guess. 1990. Okay. Okay, the genre. Genre. Buddy comedy. Uh-huh. Comedy. Crime. Buddy comedy, comedy, crime. In okay. 1990... Okay. Now, I have... Two clues. Okay, hold on, hold on. Okay. 1990. Now, I'm going to give the first clue because it's fun. Okay. I God, I have something in my head. I can't think of the title. We, I'm going to write down a word. Write down a word. We have talked about this yep. film yep, yep, more yep, than yep. once. Oh, more than once? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, okay, my heart on. says Beverly Hills Cop. That's a good guess. It's not? Okay. Fuck. Buddy, comedy. Comedy. Crime. Okay. You ready for the official clue? Yes. Oh, that wasn't even the official clue. Henry Hill was not happy that the film was made because he knew it was loosely based on his life story. Do you guys remember Henry Hill? He's Hank Hill's uh, (laughs) brother. Henry Hill? Henry Hill is the main character in Goodfellas. So it's Goodfellas. Um, okay. But comedy. Mm-hmm. Okay, hold on. Buddy Cop. Buddy Comedy. Oh, Buddy Comedy, not Buddy Cop. Not Buddy Cop. Oh, that deletes that. Deletes that buddy Comedy, Comedy Crime. We have talked about it more than once. And they think it has to do with <sighs> Hank Hill. I, Hank, Hank I literally have lost all of my power and ability to guess movies, I think. It's okay. I don't know if you've seen it. Buddy, I'm pretty sure you have. Buddy Comedy, 1990. Yep. Gangsters. Yep. Oh. Uh, yeah, there it is. is, uh, is going. What's his face in it? Keep Starts with Michael Keaton. Nope. Damn it. Damn it. I thought you had it. Uh, okay. You guys I, ready? Yeah. Yeah. Gentlemen, on the program today, we are discussing one of my all-time favorite films. Okay. And Seven I mean woman. all-time <laughs> favorites. We are talking about Rick Moranis and Steve Martin. Yes. In My, my Blue, Blue Heaven. Heaven. My Blue Heaven. Have you seen it, Jay? No. Okay. One of my favorite movies. Dude, you are in for a treat. <laughs> a treat. So Let's watch a, it right now. I have a quick question. Yes. You both said that you love this movie. Yeah. And yet we're throwing it through the We got to see Here's if you why. like it. Here's why. <laughs> It is the perfect It Holds Up movie. Even the Even dog Oakley's is excited. <laughs> He's so happy. Here's why it's on the docket, okay? 
I know in my heart of hearts. However, do I know in my brain of brains? Oh. You see? Your brain because of this, brains. This is like the most classic example of, am I blinded? Blinded. Or is it just that good? Okay? So, the movie this week, My Blue Heaven. My Jason Blue Gray. Heaven. For the people listening at home. Okay. They <laughs> and I realized what you're uh, up against. Analogy, huh? <laughs> an analogy of a movie you know nothing about. Huh. That could be an analogy. Okay, I got it. Okay, so could you share with the people at home, our gentle listeners, what it means for a movie to hold up or not hold up? Jeremy, are you a man of God? <laughs> That's complicated. I, I know. Yeah. But let's just say, Jeremy. Statute of limitations. That Oh, boy. You know, uh, yeah. many, many years from now. Yeah. We're talking many years from now. So I'm like 80? Oh, older, dude. All right. You're making it to 90s, maybe a Honda, dude. Oh, shit, dude. C-note. I was a smoker, though. And let's say that, you know, you, you die in, in your in your sleep surrounded by family, okay? Beautiful. And you get transported. Awesome. To the old pearly gates. Sweet. Heaven, yeah, if I'm you there. will. I'm there. And, and you go in, and it is... Amazing. It's all the rage. It's all the rage. You have any movie you ever want to see on tap, and it gets acted out by the actors. Like, you get to watch it happen. You can go wherever you want in the movie. Like, it is amazing. Dude, if that's heaven, I'll never sin again. (laughs) I know. Mm -hmm. And you get whatever food you want. Yeah. You got... You got spinnies on tap, dude. Oh, dude. You got all your favorite animals. You got mm-hmm. Hupper with yeah. you. Oh, yeah. Like, everybody. Yeah, the squad. And that is awesome, and that holds up. In this heaven, dude, can we still podcast? Oh, you can podcast? With dude? you guys. With you oh, guys. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're all yeah, there. And it's like pretty blue. I don't know okay? if Flinny got in, but. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and that's and that's your blue heaven I'm on right my there, own dude. Path. Okay. Or. <laughs> or. Uh-oh. You, you know, you kick the old buckaroo. Yeah, dude. Maybe same deal. Mm-hmm. You know, surrounded by family, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, it's you know, nice. It's, it's good. Yeah. It's going to end well. And uh, you just still go to heaven. Yeah, okay. But heaven's kind of like, it's just kind of infinity. Oh, you're just kind of there. It's kind of a different thing. You're just, you are now a part of everything and you are everything and that's fine. But the consciousness thing is not really there. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that that doesn't hold up, but compared to what, you know. Yeah, compared to the other version. The other version, it doesn't really, it's not what you're looking for. These are high stakes. And that, you know, it's not that it doesn't hold up, but you wouldn't tell others to to go there. Yeah, yeah. They had the other option. I'd want them to sin less so that maybe they got a better heaven. I guess. In yeah. this analogy, maybe my worst of the Ulsa zone. I like I like where your head's at. Seeing you know nothing about the movie. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> dude, the odds were stacked against you. I mean, bro. I had my blue heaven. Yeah. So, you know. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to break it down to the audience a little further. Break it down. For a movie to hold up, that tell. means we're having a good time while we watch it. Yes. We're going to tell other people to watch it. Tell. Recommend it to our friends. And we're going to watch it again. Otra vez. For it not to hold up, it means the opposite. We're not telling anyone. Or I'm sorry. We're not having a good time. We're not telling anybody to watch this movie. Not and a soul. we're never going to watch it again. Not once. Never again. So that's what it means for a movie to hold up or not hold up. 
Let's go ahead and kick it over to in-house news correspondent, Mr. Jason Flynn. That's me. Flynn, we're talking about My Blue Heaven. If you could, for the audience, let them in a little bit. And me, because I don't know. Mainly Jason. Tee him up, dude. What's he in for? An all-too-uptight FBI agent must protect a larger-than-life mobster with a heart of gold currently under witness protection in the suburbs. Oh. So, (laughs) Steve Martin. Steve Martin is the mobster. Yeah. And Rick Moranis is the FBI agent that's got to uh, help him out. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And then you've got Joan Cusack. In her prime, by the way. I'm a a Cusacksman. Yep. Is she another FBI agent? Oh, no, she's the the pretty DA. Yeah. She's the DA. She's the DA. Yeah. Uh, You've got Carol Kane. Yep. Sheldine. Yep. (laughs) It's... Oh my god. William Hickey is one of my favorite like nineties. Who's actors. that again? Who's that? Think National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Uh-huh. The super old guy, the yeah, uncle. At the dinner. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah so yeah. that guy, he's a you know what I'm talking about? Show it's him a picture. This guy. Oh. He always just plays the oldest. Yeah cantankerous guy yeah. ever. Yeah. Same with uh, words guy ever. Yeah, words resident words guy. I got it. Daniel Stern. Oh my gosh. A little bit of a uh, Home Alone action. Yes. So right. I forgot about he's him. He's that shitty boyfriend. Yep. Oh my god. Oh my I'm, I'm a DS man. Yeah. Oh, dude. And then there's a bunch of others where okay, this guy he pops up in everything. Ed Lauder. Yep. He's Lauder. a cop in everything. Yeah, he's always a cop. And he's a cop in this. Yeah, dude. <laughs> of course. Of course. Oh, who's the the nerdy friend? Actually, um I don't know. Me either. Oh, his name's Bill Irwin. <laughs> I haven't seen. The Remember, movie he yet. has that super oh, yeah. nerdy friend. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, such. A, yeah, ah, dude. Ah. Okay, ah. so here's why I remember about the movie. Okay. Was there more we wanted to know Go about? Go into a IMDb. Uh, I saw this long time ago. This was one of my dad's favorite movies, and it got me hooked on it. And everything Steve Martin in it is wonderful. Yeah. Like I love it, and. It's going to be tough for me to say it doesn't hold up because I remember, I probably watch it once a year or so. Mm -hmm. Um, So I remember most of it. Love it. I mean, it's, it's almost hard to say it's nineties yeah, because it's, it's feels very eighties, but eighties, Steve Martin comedy. It's a young Steve Martin. Yeah, dude. It's, it's Steve Martin in his prime, dude. I mean, I don't even think he has white hair in it. I feel like he had white hair by 95. Yeah. Right? I don't remember like, his hair. Well, it's that he has it uh, like spiked up. Like, because he's just oh, yeah. like this New York gangster. Yeah, dude. The whole time. It's a vegetable. Yeah. Like, I could quote it for days, but they're not quotes that anyone else would get. They're obscure yeah, quotes. They're very obscure. Jay Gray, nothing. Oh, so cool. I'm going, it will hold up. Okay. Uh, what do I remember of the film? Well, uh, it's it's nothing. Okay. Skip to skip to your prediction. My my prediction. So I have a uh, confession to make. Okay. I got a confession. I got another confession to make. Um, Steve Martin. I like him. Oh no. I like him when he's serious, but not when he's funny. Not when he's funny. Interesting. And I really like his stand-up, but I don't like his comedy. In movies. Interesting. There's a chance you could like this one, though, because I feel like it's not his normal... Um, Goofiness? It's, it's it's goofy, but it's different. It's different. It's There's less like Pink this, Panther. 
Yeah. Oh, way oh less. yeah, way yes. less, way less. Yeah. And there's this like um, wackiness about him. Yeah. That's not in this. Yeah. See, yeah. I think it's the wackiness that he brings sometimes that I don't like. Yeah, you will probably have to kind of let go a little, but uh, the character is so different than like than when it's Steve Martin playing Steve Martin. Yeah. It's not that. Like, I, I'm okay with Steve, like the Ben Stiller Steve Martin, if yeah, that makes sense. It does make sense. Like, uh, like the 12, uh, what's the one where they have like a bunch of kids? Uh, Cheaper by the Dozen. Cheaper by, Cheaper the, by dozen. the Dozen. Yeah. Like, He's like he's not being like silly Steve Martin, even though there is some silliness. He's more like Ben Stiller, Steve Martin. I'm I'm confident you're gonna like this Steve Martin. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I'm at an impasse because I'm obviously a, a Ricky uh, a Ricky Emsman. Yeah. And I am a Steve Martinsman in the right context, right? Yep. yep. And usually not in movies. And this is why I brought it to the show. So. I'm I'm on the fence. I'm going to I'm going to say for me, especially yeah. after your 80s comment, I've realized I'm not really a big 80s movie mm, guy. That's true. That's, that's true. true. He's not. So, I'm going to say it doesn't hold up. Okay. If anything, I think I can almost guarantee it's better than Gremlins. Well, I think uh, it's for sure better than Gremlins. It can't be worse. Like yeah. it's 80s, but like how that was like bad 80s comedy. Like this is just, if anything, it's just a lighter. Yeah. Right. Like it's just. It's a, easier to watch. It's a fun mobster movie. I'm on the fence. Okay. But let's not talk them out of the dehu. I'm. Oh no, you can yeah. do whatever you want now. Well, no, yeah. I'm. I'm a. I'm a dehusman. Yeah. But unlike uh, Tomb Raider, where I initially said like, "Hey, I flip a coin." Yeah. And since I brought it, I have to be positive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think with this, I'm going the other way. I like I'm it. I'm flipping like the it. coin, but I'm on the negative side just because there's a couple things in there that are red flags for me. And, Which and actually makes a lot of sense. It makes so, a lot of so sense. So we accept your Dude, opinion. Thank you. Yeah, thank we you. do. And and this is why I brought it to the show. Ooh. Right? Now, for me, I'm not going to go into what I remember the film. Like Flinny, I remember so much of it. All the quotes. I will share what happened to me when I watched this movie in high school. Okay? I so they're wearing suits because they're gangsters and I became obsessed with suits. Mm. So me and my buddies would go to Goodwill and Ark and get these crazy suits. And then we'd go skate around town, dude, wearing suits. That's right? kind of cool. I, lo- I my, so wish I could see Jeremy back then. Oh, oh no. dude. In yeah, all was, the movies he's making. Yes. Oh dude, it was a, <laughs> it was a mess. But one other thing that this movie gave me that I will cherish until my last breath. Whoa. My love for Tony Bennett. <laughs> this is where I found Tony Bennett. And from Oddly this, goes back to my analogy. Anyway. Yeah, dude. And I just, I love this movie. I'm so excited that we get to take a break, you know, after Gremlins, you know what I mean? And Tomb Raider. It's like, let's nestle into some comedy. And I'm very curious to see whether or not Jason Gray changes his mind. So we've got two votes that My Blue Heaven will hold up and one that it will not. Which is, you know, a caveat. It's loose. It's loose. (laughs) He doesn't even know, like, what the cover of the movie is. Yeah. No. Oh, dude, I had the DVD where you had to unhook it. Uh, Yeah, it's the stupid paper one. Yeah, and so it never fits flush with the rest. Oh, pissed me off. But (laughs) at the same time, easy to find. (laughs) Did like that. So now we're going to go watch My Blue Heaven. (laughs) And we're going to be back in 30 seconds to tell you whether or not it holds up. We'll see you soon. Vincenzo. Vieni, cara. 
<laughs> Former gangster Vincent Vinny Antonelli. I'm a new man. Is being placed under federal protection. Not the old me. Hidden in suburbia. This is the new me. Assigned his own personal FBI agent. Now, this is a real nice house. It's one of the nicest we've ever moved anyone like you into. Hey, Linda, what do you think? I always promised you a nice house somewhere in America. Let's not get carried away, okay, Vinny? Uh, it's going to be a lot easier if you two start calling each other Terry and Todd. It's a nice house, Terry, okay? No, you're Terry and he's Todd. When Wilpa will call. Thanks for everything. I really appreciate it. And even is nice. This is my job. I get paid. You don't tip FBI, man. Sure you do. I need you to mind. The man is a government asset. He has to testify at two major mob trials in New York in the immediate future. Being in the witness protection program may save Vinny's life. Boom! I just want you to keep your nose clean. Capiche? You trying to say capiche? Yeah. Well, don't do it because it hurts my ears when you do it. But who's going to save the suburbs from Vinny? You know, it's dangerous for you to be here in the frozen food section. Why is that? Because you could melt all this stuff. The comedy that asks the question, can an urban hood find suburban hood? Would you like to try a vanilla brand oat crunching? What do you think? Steve Martin, Rick Moranis. Have a nice day. Up yours. Hey everybody, we are back. We just watched My, My Blue, Heaven. Blue Heaven. And now we're here to talk about it. Jeremy, <laughs> I bring this up like every episode. Jeremy just pointed at me and I don't know what it is. Every time I know he's not calling on me to do anything. It's going to other Jason and you give me anxiety attacks. Anxiety. Well, here's the deal, dude. I'm I'm going to keep doing it cuz one day we're going to get it and it's going to feel good. It's going to feel so good. What are we going to get? It'll be the perfect intro to notes and quotes. Notes and quotes. Notes and quotes. I I truly don't know what we're supposed to get. So someday cue me in. When I when I I usually say, and now we're here to talk about it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about it. Talk about it. I like tacos. Okay, Mr. Jason Gray. Uh at this time it's notes and quotes, dude. So immediately. Immediately. We got a saxophone intro song. Yes, sir. And it slapped. It slapped. It was good. And just, I had I had a, uh, I had a, a, a push and pull with the music this whole movie. Okay. okay. Push okay. and pull? Yeah, because we had, cause we had some, some oldies yeah. and some good music. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And then we had fucking terrible music. Kind of just your like... 80s, yes, kind of montagey. But there was there was very good, yeah, and then there was very bad. I think the first one isn't first one. I think it's Fats Domino. Is the first is the first one? I don't know. Yeah, I should know that. I don't know. I don't know either. I love that. All I know is that it's so good. Um, so you know how Gremlins was just fucking old. Yeah, dude. (laughs) So this movie was old. Yeah, Uh but. It had a little. It was like an old sheen. Yeah. Oh. You know. Well said. It was. Uh, it was. It wasn't like fuck you old. It yeah. was. Oh. Oh, uh, it feels good to be here. It, it's it's safe. Yeah, dude. You know? Like Steve Martin had hair. Uh, per- perfect segue because. <laughs> 
Moranis as a straight straight man, yeah. not like as like the comedy relief. Yeah, yeah, the straight edge. The yeah, yeah. He was. I I enjoyed him as the straight man. Oh my god, dude! Him in this role, I think the only thing that could possibly top it is Ghostbusters. But, but even than, Ghostbusters, I'm not, he's this cheesy. You know, like he's I, the nerdy, cheesy guy. Whereas this yeah. is, he's just a dude. Yeah, I'm just a dude playing a dude. This guy's another dude. Um, and I don't know if I'd go that far. It's just up top. I really liked that. Yeah, it's like and when we don't say, you dare forget Spaceballs because yeah. he's fantastic yeah. in Spaceballs. He's so, yeah, sir. he's good in Spaceballs. It's kind of like. It's kind of like when we say, like, oh, it's Ben Stiller playing Ben Stiller. Yeah. yeah. I almost feel like this would be just Rick Moranis totally. playing Rick Moranis. Yeah, totally. I like, can see I that. expect him to be that way in real life. Just a guy. Yeah. Like, he was an actor. And his, his facial expressions in this movie are incredible, dude. Like, he knows he's being funny. He's doing everything intentionally, but it's so subtle. So, I have this perfect segue. Love Again. it. Again. Um, we need a sound effect for Segway. We do. <laughs> Segweezy. No. <laughs> no not Capture that and put it on the board. Ideal. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Now I'm hearing that being replayed. Yeah. Um, so the very, very first... I'm, I'm curious how they film this, okay? Okay. Because there are some things that happen up top that continue to happen, and I wonder... Most of the times movies aren't filmed in, se- in sequence, right? Right. Usually not. Yeah. If this movie was... In my head, I'm hoping it was, because if it wasn't, then this this comment doesn't matter. But I'm just gonna say it was. <laughs> Do you think that Moranis legit made the decision to forget his seatbelt was buckled when he went to get out of the car <laughs> the first time? Because that time it was, I wasn't sure if it was a decision, but it informed on the character, and that it becomes a thing the rest of the movie. Yeah, and, dude. But I really liked. Like in my head, I like didn't want it to be a choice, and yeah. then he's like, he he made that. Yeah, thing. He had yes. to do it. I see yeah. what you're saying, but yeah. Anyway. Either way, the seatbelt bit fucking killed me. It's dude. something so stupid, it's so yeah, subtle, and it's so, so dumb. Yeah. I literally, it's not maybe not talk laugh about out loud, yeah. but definitely like chuckled out loud. Oh, right? dude, like, it <laughs> fucking sent me, dude, because I I remembered it was coming right when it happened. That's what she said, and <laughs> dude, the the seatbelt thing. But here's the other thing. To your question, mm. I think that it... So, Nora Ephron, the great Nora Ephron. The great. Wrote, I don't, wrote I don't. this movie. That's, Nick and Nora's Infinite that, Playlist. That's Zach's mom? Uh, no, that, <laughs> no I, don't, I don't think so. Okay. Um, oh, my God. What if that's, it is? It's, I'm it's looking Zach, this up. Zach, Zach Ephron. They, they, they're spelled differently. You don't know? Yeah, I do. Oh, He's it EF, is different. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Um, but, uh, but Nora Ephron is, is one of the goats, dude. And was she the writer of this movie? She was. And I believe in my heart of hearts that she wrote, it. wrote this movie so well and then gave it to people that could act it so well that we're sitting here having this conversation about it. Man, she did some big movies. Yeah, dude. Really? She can, is you, can you tell the audience? Rattle them, dude. Sleepless in Seattle. Okay. You've, You've got, got mail. mail. Yeah. When Harry met Sally. Wow. Basically, the late 80s, early 90s, she wrote them. Yeah. Wow. She, she is like Mixed one of the nuts. Yep. Is Michael, one of the goats, dude. Michael, yeah, <laughs> Michael with uh, yeah, John yeah, Travolta yeah. wanted to swing it sad for a beat. Um, that was a rough movie. So we got our first quote here, okay. and I don't know why, but it made me laugh out loud. Okay, 
Once when I was undercover, I drove a BMW. It was the best time of my life. Yeah, but I Rick Moranis that. like voicing it because he's heard it so many times. <laughs> oh, I didn't even notice. I didn't even notice. So it. he's saying the story, right? Like, say I drove a BMW once. Like, no, like you say the oh, bit. I drove a BMW. Like he mouthed it because he's heard it so many times because it's that oh, like high how, of a point. Yeah, those of you dude. who are listening, I'm to the, the podcast. only one that got to see that. <laughs> yeah, happen of Jeremy yeah. mouthing. <laughs> but he mouths along. Yeah, uh, because of how important it is to this guy. I I love the sidekick. Like he's cheesy oh, dude, and he's dopey, so good. but there's something I love about him. Yeah, man. I don't like the sigh I just heard. Over yeah, here. we'll get there. Okay. Yeah, um, it's okay. So. <laughs> this <laughs> this got me. Moranis's system for eating pancakes so that yeah, the dude. bottom pancake <laughs> gets as much syrup as the top pancake. Yeah, dude. Who does that remind you of? Give you one guess. I got it. Jason. Samantha Gray. Yeah. My wife. I was going to say it, but then I didn't want to be wrong and be in trouble. Nope. That yeah. is a thousand percent <laughs> yeah, my wife. And as soon as he said that, I'm like, that. Pro- Sam probably has that. <laughs> thousand percent. I love it. Um. <laughs> oh, I have my music quote again uh, here. My note. Uh, it's just good. Um, <laughs> we got one of maybe the best quotes in the entire movie up top here. Thanksgiving is very big with the Italians. Italians. Turkey cacciatore, <laughs> sweet potato <laughs> parmesan. <laughs> so good. It's very big with Sicilians on account of yes. all the Sicilians that came to America and they got thrown back <laughs> out. <laughs> so I wrote down. And this was kind of, I was going to say this later, but all of his lies. Oh, dude. Every time he's trying to make up a story Any, about why would why did he get arrested? Yep. Why did you have all the cassette players? Yeah, 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 yeah. Every time he's like saying a thing, and I'm, I'm sure it was more scripted than it was ad-libbed. Yeah. But it's like. I don't know why I just love listening. And then, yeah. <laughs> to say my novenas. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> dude, I love it because he like hypnotizes yeah. whoever's listening, yeah. you know, and, and they kind of snap out of it. Every time. But yeah. dude, Steve Martin, my, my quote on that part mm-hmm. is that Steve Martin was just tap dancing through this movie, dude. This motherfucker brought that script to life. So that's a perfect segue to my next quote. Uh-oh. Okay. Or my next note. I couldn't tell if I liked Steve Martin's Italian mobster impression, character, whatever, Mm -hmm. more or less as the movie went on. And I still Mm -hmm. don't know Mm -hmm. if I hated it or I loved it. I'm just, Mm -hmm. there were parts of it where I'm like, this is hilarious. And other parts that I'm just like, this is fucking stupid. Mm. Like every like everybody else is like believable in the movie, and yeah. then you have Steve Martin clearly like playing a character. Yeah, nobody else is playing a character. Everyone like of okay. the Italians. Of <laughs> the Italians. No, 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 no. Just like actually, just yeah, everybody. Oh, no, no, no. People, I, get, people. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like we yeah. just said, Rick nope. Moranis was just Mc, Rick, Rick Moranis. Moranis. Yeah, yeah. Joe Cusack he's playing, yeah. was just Joe Cusack. Yeah, and he's this over the top, yeah, yeah, goofy stereotype, which was like it, he does call to stereotypical mob a few times you know because he's like I, I hate that term you know I and so it. maybe it was in it only works intentional it only isn't like terrible because it's steve martin it's only it, not no, offensive nobody yeah. nobody else can pull that off yeah. except it's, for steve martin and robin williams i actually robin i think he he's too much he he would have too much. It go too far. Yeah, I I think that, and this may be too much too. But a part of me thinks if you get like a later on uh, 
uh, Jim Carrey. I think Jim Carrey kind of can play there. I also think this couldn't have existed outside of this time. Mm. Okay. You know, like, it's uh, it's something we don't really do anymore it's, because now everybody would be up in arms on Instagram. Like, mm. why isn't it a real Italian? <laughs> you know, like they did that. with the, the new Wonka. Yeah, dude. And they went apeshit about, about the little people. Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant playing the Oompa Loompa. Yeah, dude. Because they're like, people I mean, would go fucking and, nuts. And maybe about they're it. right, maybe they're wrong, or whatever. Yeah. But you're you're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, should we add "I'm with you" into our vernacular? <laughs> I'm with you. When I say I I'm with you, I don't mean it like a figure of speech. I mean I'm, I'm with, with you. you. I'm with the government. I'm undercover. That's not how it works. <laughs> that whole going, bit, that's dude. not how it works. Yeah, dude. Oh, I made myself undercover. Dude. That's not how it works. So we got my favorite quote actually after Ooh, I hope it's the same as my favorite quote. It could I mean, this is a great this is a great quote. Come on. Come on. You Give never you never look him in the eye. Girls, you're a good looking guy. Face it. You're you're a better looking guy than I am. But I'm always going to look them in the eye, and therefore I'm always going to get laid more than you, which is fundamentally unjust. Am I right? And you're into justice. <laughs> this argument should appeal to you. <laughs> it's so good. Dude. Come, come here. Leave your celery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the celery. That whole bit, yeah. especially the end. Like you're in. That seems unjust. Yeah, you're into justice, right? <laughs> and that's like one of those things where he's. He's having to kind of like make it up as he goes. Yeah. Like from the office, there's the Michael Scott quote about sometimes they just start talking. And <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know where it's going until I get there. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, like he's just talking his way out of shit. That's the best way to describe this character, dude. That's not the Kyrie read my favorite quote. Of course. Yeah. Hit us. It's when he gets arrested for like the second time and Rick Moranis comes to save him again. Yeah. And then uh, he says something about, he goes, Thomas Jefferson put that in the Constitution. And she's like, he did not put that in the Constitution for for you, you, sir. Yeah. And he goes, yes, he did. He did it just for people like me. He goes, I am the worst case scenario of Thomas Jefferson's dreams. (laughs) (laughs) Steve Martin had some really good lines. That line right there. I am the worst case scenario scenario. of Thomas Jefferson's dreams. I, I'm going to put that on my Twitter bio. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> Even that, one, that one killed me. My <laughs> favorite quote is when they're leaving the bar and Steve Martin finds out that Rick Moranis' wife left him too. <laughs> and he's like, when did this happen? And he goes, in October. And he goes, that's when mine left me. What is it about October? <laughs> and he goes, I don't know. Maybe it's Halloween. The pressure of Halloween. You yes. never know what to go as. <laughs> yep. Fucking <laughs> killed me, dude. Never and the way that he says it, as. just straight. <laughs> yeah, it's so sad. It, it has to, yeah, that damn. Yeah. Like, you never know, know what, what to, to go, go as. <laughs> so good. <laughs> the pressure of Halloween. Yeah, so, dude. So, boys, I was I was in at this point. Okay. okay. At minute seven. No, at at minute 50, 50. 53 Whoa. on. Okay. Is where I start having issues, and I literally I had four time checks after this. A lot of merengue. It, it was that. It was yeah. It was that bad. Like fifty three minutes for me onward. And honestly, after he and I wrote this down, mm-hmm. um, after he testifies the first time, like it, I think if maybe they didn't get there as quickly and more stuff happened. Yeah. And then like the the shootout, all that shit or whatever. Yep. Um, I I think maybe I'm more in. But he fucking testifies, and then we, like, 
the the music turned bad for me. Like we got a lot of corny music between like fifty three and like an hour and a half or till the end. Yeah, and it was just like fuck. Like for me, it just was like okay, this is cool. I can vibe. And then fifty three minutes literally was just like every ten minutes I was looking at the clock. Here's what here's what I discovered in the rewatch mm. for me i remembered the testifying being at, in the third act mm. and it felt similar to tomb raider when she's in fighting the cement monkey things mm-hmm. i thought i was at the boss battle <laughs> yeah i thought i thought right? we were done yeah but, and yep. and that's like an interesting thing that now it's so clear what act we're in but i think i don't think we had quite found it yet back mm. then you and know they had really the second act drags out bad yeah like I, and, I agree with that, or maybe it's the beginning of the third. One of them, and it's it hard, drags and that's the point. It's like, where does the third act even start, really? Because the whole like and little he goes league, to the baseball game, yeah, the baseball game. Um, but yeah, it's a very interesting thing back then. Not so clear cut. It, it's funny that you said it's because of the dancing, and now I'm reading back my notes, and like yeah. literally, <laughs> I was just fucking mad at this point. <laughs> I knew it, dude. I literally, <laughs> I totally forgot I wrote this down. I watched this last night, I think. Um, how much time was spent in choreography for rehearsals for this movie because it was too much time? <laughs> like, how much of the the budget was spent on choreography? Dude, so at, as soon as the merengue, because I forgot about the merengue. It's bad. As soon as it came on, I was like, oh, dude, no way is this landing well with the boys. It's barely landing with me. So I was there with you, bro. If I think if they cut out all of that, like yeah. you thought that I would say. Yeah. I... I think I am I'm still on the fence. Yep. But I it's not even a question for me what I vote, I think. The third act is yeah. I just thought of it. Okay. When he goes undercover. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's where it kind yeah. of finally turns again because yeah. they're yeah. trying to that creates the conflict. Which yeah. we didn't of, need that either. We didn't need that. And I, dude I yeah. felt like we could have it if you cut out like a couple other things. Yeah. If you cut yeah. the merengue yeah. and and turn the merengue into like bar chat. And the two mob dudes storm the bar and shoot out. Yeah, yeah. Because we need some yeah. tension, uh-huh. but it should have been more tap dancey dialogue. I don't instead of a dance monologue. When, or, you say, uh, when you say tap dancey, I think of when he's walking out of the pet store. Yeah, he just found his friend, the old guy yep. with a parrot. Yep, and he's walking down the store. He's just high on life. Yeah, dude. And the car slams on the brakes that <laughs> honks at him, and he does that little like tap dancey, like yeah, yeah, punch, punch, punch. Ooh, I got you. Yeah. Him doing that is, like, stuck in my brain forever. It always has been. Yeah, dude. Uh, I'm not going to read my other time checks, uh, but the... (laughs) Because we don't have time for them. (laughs) The highlights I wrote next to them were Snail's Pace USA, and uh, (laughs) this movie is still going on, question mark. Um, My very last quote, uh, note, is the home of the Freiburg Turtles... It's yeah. a really good touch for the stadium at the end. Yeah, I was a fan nice. of that. That's nice. That's good. Yeah, the turtles. Yeah. You know what's stupid is I never got why they're the turtles <laughs> until, <laughs> until this, this time, time around. And I've seen this movie a hundred times. Yeah, dude. Never got because she killed the turtle. Yeah, man. Yes. Yeah. Which gruesome, by the way. Yeah. Like, you fucking yeah, they showed yeah. a lot more than I remember. I didn't think they were going to kill that turtle, and then they killed... And maybe that's, in a, maybe in a that's the problem I have. Yeah. In a garbage Yeah, disposal. dude. And, uh, dude, one other thing to, to kind of call back to, like, Steve Martin in this with the dialogue is, and I don't know how much was ad-libbed or scripted, mm-hmm. but the bit when 
when he's talking to Joan Cusack, you know, about like, like he goes to grab her purse and she snatches it out of his hands. And he's like, cute kids, you know, what about the dad? And she finds out, he finds out, you know, they're divorced or whatever. And then he, he calls her out for her shoes and she's like, it's the army shoes, right? He left because of the army shoes. And then you see her walk in a frame with the worst fucking shoes. Yeah. I don't know what it was about it. Killed me, dude. And then the next scene she's in. New she's shoes. breaking her heels. Yeah. And he goes, oh, you got new shoes. Like, no, no, these are old shoes. Yeah, yeah. Like, just the way you would expect it. Yeah, exactly. It's something stupid, but I like it. Yeah, it killed me. Boys, that was it notes. for notes, notes and, and quotes. Notes and quotes. Notes and quotes. With Jason. Okay, boys, let's kick it around the horn with our votes. I'll leave the charge <laughs> if it wasn't obvious already. That uh, was a Mexican standoff. Yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, I I'm gonna, I'm gonna give this a hardy who, dude. It was everything I remembered. A hardy who, hardy who, dude. Uh, we were laughing watching it. <laughs> hardy who. And um, what it made me realize more than anything, two things: Nora Ephron, fucking savage, dude. Makes me want to watch all her movies. Second thing is, uh, I haven't done a lot of like early Steve Martin in a while, mm. like Roxanne and all those. The jerk. The Roxanne. jerk. Like, dude, I so I got to get me some some more Steve Martin. Uh, otherwise, dude, I had a great time. Definitely going to recommend it to friends, and we'll definitely watch it again. That's an EU for me, dude. I'll go next. Sure. So I'm the resident, just want to have fun guy. Yeah. I thought you were going to say I'm the resident, I hate this movie guy. Uh, <laughs> I do not hate this movie. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm resident just want to have fun guy. Yep. And the the characters obviously I, I don't think you can say that there was bad characters. Yeah. Right? Even like the most pessimistic person, I think you you can't. I <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Jason, you can't say there were bad yeah, characters, there, right? I, there weren't. Yeah. So like characters good. It's the I think fun is probably my my north star. Yeah. And if this had been like an hour 20 and you rearranged them, honestly, you fucking take out Merengue and you don't kill that turtle. Yeah. <laughs> it was the turtle, dude. The turtle I, was I, important. I, well, I wear a turtle. You're a turtles, been, man, dude. I've been wearing a turtle. Can you hear this, audience? Yeah, make the sound. Make the it's sound. It's an hour 37. There it is. Yeah. That's one, the turt, dude. One of those. Turt. One of those three charms turt. is a turt. I've been wearing that since, I think, the seventh grade. They're your favorite animal. And maybe that's what it was. I was destined to not like this movie because yeah. there was turtle murder. Yeah, there was a turt murder. <laughs> turt murder. <laughs> turtle murder. <laughs> uh, MGK, what was it? Yeah, murder, death, kill. Murder, death, turtle, kill. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, so, I mean, I also, I'm going to throw this out there. Okay. I think this movie, like Gremlins, well, Gremlins was specific, but like very specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this movie is also kind of specific. I it don't is. I don't think that you're normal like we're going to pop on a movie person. I don't think this is for them. I think for most people this is probably a dehu. A deep a deep cut? I think it's a little bit of a deep cut. I think you have to be a Steve Martinsman. Yep. And like that's kind of that's your main barrier to entry. You are like reading my notes. So just finish your thing. It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> it would be hard to watch this. Not being a Steve Martinsman, yeah. the same way Ace Ventura would be hard not yes. being a Jim Carrey. Yes. That's a fantastic Great yeah. Great analogy. Because it's just them doing them. There's a lot of overlap, I think, between Steve Martin and, and, yeah. and for Jim sure. Carrey. For sure. So, I mean, for for me, um, 
this is this is a D who and I I think for most of the people listening, yeah, I think it's probably a D who for them. But maybe you watch the first hour and get out of there. But okay. yeah, D who doesn't hold up. Flinny. So what you just said was actually pretty similar. It's just that mine will go more positive. Hmm. So you said I wrote it's just classic Steve Martin, one of the greatest. But again, that's if you like Steve Martin. True. Right? And I said, I get it's not going to be everyone's thing. And so it's just like, yeah, it's not not for everybody. When we go through our three criteria, uh, did I have a good time? Will I recommend it? Recommend someone else to watch it? And will I watch it again? I got two of those. I would most of the time, and it's come up before, and I won't recommend it to people because of that. It's too weird it's mm. like too niche like yeah. it's yeah i yeah. won't recommend it for most people but it still gets the other two i love this movie i have so much fun with it and i get it's a stupid scene but like the grocery store oh my god i love that scene dude i love him in the grocery store yeah you know arugula <laughs> like would you like to try a banana oat crunchy <laughs> what do you think <laughs> you, you censored yourself no that was the next line have a great day. Oh, yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. He just drops it right at him. I don't know. And yeah. I love the whole thing of him, like, trying to live in the suburbs. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they say that when he's in court. He's like, you know what else I get? I never get to see my family again. And yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, I feel bad for him. <laughs> I don't know. I had a good time. I also, under like, I actually totally agree with you. And I say Ihu, but I get why someone else would not say Ihu. All right, so we've got two Ehus, one Dehu. So at this point, we are going to kick it to Mr. Flynn for the tomato meter. Kick it! So uh, let's see. Okay, so we got to lock in some guesses. This is a tough one. This is a tough guess because... I keep forgetting it was 1990. It felt older than 1990. It felt very much, especially, uh, yeah, just the way it it looked. It felt early 80s. Exactly. Did Um, you see... um, Back in the day, yeah, a uh, little shop of horrors. Oh yeah, because they're both in it. Yep, it felt like Ooh, that I, at the beginning. I forgot about that one with my Rick Moranis. Best Rick, of, I forgot about yeah. Little Shop of Horrors, dude. Steve like Martin's in and Little Shop. Yeah, yeah he he's plays the, dentist. the dentist. Oh, the crazy shit. dentist. On I the, totally on the forgot mouse. about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. And it kind of looks and feels the same at the beginning. Yeah, it does. But I th- and I think that's much older. Yeah, early eighties. I think. Yeah. So. Um. Damn, I don't not tomatoes. know. What to, tomatoes. I'm going to guess that most people are not like me. I'm going to give it a 68 critics. And so, you're considering the fact that this was Steve Martin and Steve Martin time. I'm not trying to persuade your score. Just kind of more. Just remember, this is... Critics are based off of back then. If you ask me outside of this show, I would I would say it's eighty. Mm-hmm. But we're e- we're we we put it on here for a reason, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna lock it in. What did I say? Sixty eight. Sixty eight. Sixty eight. I'm locked in. Uh, I'm gonna go seventy eight because uh, I think that this this movie is for critics. I don't think it's for regular peeps. It's interesting. Do they have analysis. do they have audience scores? This they old? do. They okay. do. Only ten thousand of them. Yeah. Whereas like Tomb Raider is two hundred fifty thousand. Two hundred fifty thousand. Okay, what do we got, Flinny? Tomato meter, critic side, seventy one. Okay. And I like what you just said about it. it was kinda it's kinda made for them. Yeah. Anyway. 
Audience score only 59. So that there actually kind of makes sense. There it is. There's the math. Yep. Uh, there were only 21 reviews for the critic side. Is Ebert on there? Um, I, I forgot to look. That's okay. <laughs> All right. It won't take long to get through 21 of these. Hang on one second, and I'll tell you. Nope. No Ebert. No Ebert. Okay. I mean, it might be, and he's just not on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, so that's it for My Blue Heaven. Who's bringing the movie next week? That's me. Flinny. That's yeah. Flinny. Flinny's bringing the movie next week. We're going to see whether or not it holds up. Until then, when we're talking about My Blue Heaven, we've got two Ehus, one Dehu. Do with that what you will. Until next week, I'm Jeremy Miller. I'm Jason Gray. I'm Jason Flynn. Take it easy. Take it easy.